This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. WFO, how's everybody doing out there? Joe Costello back with you. Ignition following up. Where'd that go? It just dropped out, but we're going to keep on going, baby. We're going to keep on going. Got a little glitchy here with our soundboard. But WFO Radio is back on the air following the debut of Joe versus Pro on WFO Radio TV on YouTube. The video just debuted. It's out there. The world has now seen how it all went down. Flying Ryan and myself battled two races, two losses, big defeat, but since the discussion has come out that uh, one uh, practice run was not enough, he has already challenged me to a, uh, a rematch, if you will, or invited me to a rematch, and we will talk about that in the future. Got the big national championship game going on, college football tonight. We're going a little bit early. We got Patreons on there, but first the co-hosts of WFO Radio, Giovanni in Miami, once again flanked by the gray. What's up, Giovanni? Hi. All right. All right. There it is. So, guys, I know you were crowded around the uh, the YouTube for the big debut of Joe versus Pro. You watched the battle at Showtime Dragway. Uh, the whole thing, it just went down. Everybody is catching up. What would you think? I thought it was great. I liked the cars. I thought I, I, I enjoyed uh, what was it that Ryan said. That uh, my friends have seen me do a lot worse than lose to you, Joe. Yeah. What's going on over there, right? Yeah, right. Well, that was like, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah but, well, uh, you know, what are you going to do, man? You, you got a professional over there on the other side, his cars, his track. You know, you had a little bit of a home field advantage there. You had a handicap there. Maybe we should have given you a, a handicap. Given me another handicap? Or oh, no, giving like, me a, a give, yeah, right. Giving me no, right, like you know, like, like you right, like you know, in golf, you know, you get a stroke or two or something when you're See, playing that's, the pros. That's not that's not um, necessary. All that would be necessary. You saw those races; those were very close races. The second one, especially, those were. It was the second one was, you know, hundreds of a second. All it required is a little more practice. It just needed a couple more practice runs. I need a handicap, but if you're you want to give practice? me. Like, well, you got to, you know, like imagine going to a golf course and you don't get to swing the club at all. All right. Like there's no circumstance where anyway, I don't want a handicap. I don't want a handicap. I can beat this guy heads up. No doubt. I just can't let me, let me drive the car, man. Let me drive it. That's what I believe. But we, and we've, we've got it remedied. It's is uh, there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of talk. All right. So let's uh, right at the start of the show. So we're preparing already for the next one. This is going to be. This is going to be a big deal. We got Patreons coming on right now. Who are hopefully wow, man, this is massive. What's going on here? Look at this audience all of a sudden, right at the beginning. I'm, I, I don't even know what to say. You're upset that your time has been cut into by the Patreons. You know, first I got someone right in house that's trying to like 
get me off the show or take my position. And then, you, you know, you have all these people paying to be on. Maybe you should pay to be on. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we got Bobby Graham. We got Troy of the Big Bracket Money Minute. And we've got Stubo out there. Uh, and Bobby Graham as well. Did anyone just watch the YouTube debut of Joe versus Pro? Absolutely. No. All yep. right. All right. So uh, let's start with Stu. Stu, what did you think? We heard Gio's thoughts. Uh, what are your thoughts? We'll get into everybody. New first-time listeners, you can subscribe, WFO Radio TV on YouTube. You can watch everything that everyone's talking about. Sue, go for it. Well, it looked like a fun event, but I think next time me and Mrs. Gio need to go to Florida with you, go to the track and negotiate. We play a negotiator for you. So you get more than one time run. That's yeah. what I think. Uh, my, my, my every run, I got quicker. I got faster. I got more familiar. I got more comfortable in the car, knowing where the window switches were, knowing you know how to do a dry hop, how to do a burnout, how to stage, how to creep the car six inches forward. Just every run, getting better and better. Just ran out of time uh, in two runs. We should have done four out of seven, right? Or three out of five at very least. Two out of three. Yeah. It was just so, uh, but but uh, more importantly to someone like me, what did you think of the production of the video? I thought the production was awesome. Love the burnouts, going into the stage in the car, and the, of course the yapping back and forth was good too, the trash talk. Um, but uh, great production. I, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Troy, what about you? What, what, uh, what say you? <laughs> Ryan has just set, texted me, that's pretty damn cool. Props to your crew. So. Yeah, it was awesome. I love the in car because you know the pedal only goes to the floor. Yeah. But but you you know you just kept pushing it. It was like you come up out of your seat because you're mashing that thing so hard. And uh, it it reminded me of uh, when you're at Holly's school. He tells you how much brake pressure you need, right? Just a couple hundred pounds. But then when you look at the in car video of yourself, you're like helmets hitting the cage because you're standing on the brake so hard. And uh, so I thought it was great. The production was great. The in-car was great. The only thing, the only thing that would have made it even more over the top is if you'd have sent it to Reinhardt and had him call it, you know, <laughs> over the top with your reaction times. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we, you know, we can build on that in the future. We can build upon Joe versus Pro, the debut on WFO Radio TV, the YouTube channel. Well, hopefully people liked it. Bobby Graham, I don't know if Bobby has the internet down there or not, but um, I, I sent him some still <laughs> photographs it of exists. the event. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> Bobby is, what, he's yeah. going to leave signing off? He's going to go watch it. He's going to go watch it. Listen, it doesn't oh, have doesn't to be have the center of the universe. Internet, huh? yeah, great job, Joe. Great job. Thank you. Well, not that great, but I felt I listen. I, in the end, that second race was, I was proud of the second race and I just need some seat time and I can go out there and compete against the pro, but it was fun as heck. I had a good time staging up the intensity and I uh, love the production value as well. I hope everybody shares it and it gets out there on the internet and somebody watches it. That would be great. And get some subs out of it. Get some subs. Tonight's the big national championship game. Giovanni, you know, sports collision. First up, we've got Alabama and Georgia. Isn't this a rematch of last year? Not last year, of uh, last week's game. Last, last week. Well, but didn't, when did these guys or a play? a couple weeks ago, the SEC championship game revisited. Okay. SEC championship game revisited. Yes, and Alabama whooped them pretty good in that game. 
And, um, you know, I don't know. Vegas has uh, Georgia listed as a slight favorite, three-point favorite, and in a neutral uh, site game. This game is taking place at the Indianapolis uh, Bowl Dome. What do you call that place? I, I forgot the horseshoe something. Lucas right? Oil. There you go, Lucas Oil, man. You know. Anyway, yeah, again, yeah, so yeah. it's taking it in the Lucas Oil Stadium. The one, <laughs> the one and, uh, So it is definitely a neutral field. I'm a little bit confused by the line because uh, Georgia is favored again. They were a six-point favorite in the first game, and they got pretty whooped. That was also in a neutral field, but um, but it wasn't as neutral because I think it was in Atlanta. Anyway, uh, I, I'm I'm throwing it all down, all in in the center table in Alabama. There's no way that I'm betting against Nick Saban. The guy as as an underdog has never lost a game at Alabama. As a matter of fact, they've all three or four times. The only times it occurred, they've whooped on the opponent. And so I don't see any reason why it's not going to happen again. And um, that's geo pick. We'll be finding out that game's about to kick off in the next hour. And we'll talk about it next week. Excellent. Very exciting. Very exciting. You know, sports collision is uh, kicking off uh, the ignition show early. I mean, let's go in. It's all it's, I changed my shirt and everything black Monday in the NFL. Always today is Black Monday, but it came really close as um, your Miami Dolphins have surprisingly yeah. fired their head coach, Brian Flores, in what can only be described as a, a shocker, through, sending shockwaves throughout the league. Yeah, big mistake. Big mistake. Um, go ahead and give us the deets, and then I will give you the Dolphin fan perspective. I know we've got some Dolphin fans from the drag racing world that have started to listen to the show for the Dolphin reports. Uh, I do also want to attack South Florida Sports Talk Radio, um, a community that I was and still consider myself a quasi-member of because many of my friends are in and around. Think of Sports Radio Vlad and uh, all of our friends, the King, and everybody is uh, connected somehow to South Florida Sports Talk Radio. But this is a mega story when it comes to sports media in a city. Um, the guy won back to back had had back to back winning seasons for the first time since 2003. Dave Wanstat was, was the correct. head coach. I was doing the Joe and Mark show on 560 QAM. That tells you that tells you how much life has gone on between the Dolphins' last two winning seasons. And the guy who gets it done for them, they fire him after he wins eight of the last nine games of the season and sweeps Bill Belichick, his former, uh, you know, mentor. That's a, that's a fireable offense. And now the Dolphins have nothing they've got they've got no head coach and maybe there's a plan and maybe you know harbaugh's coming or maybe he's not and everybody's talking and speculating but i am i have not yet found someone who thinks it's a good move so giovanni like give us your analysis well i'm not gonna tell you it's a good move i would have fired the gm way before i'd fired flow I, I i like flow i think he's a good coach um obviously there are some issues with the offense there has been a revolving door amongst coaches, both offensively, offensive line, coordinators, defensive, defensively too. So, you know, I don't know exactly what the issues are there, but I have heard a couple of like the, the local writer insiders uh, suggest that this isn't to them as shocking as one would uh, to it is to the around, you know, I guess to a casual fan and to 
NFL circles because the talk is that there had been some uh, discontent within the building with Flo and his treatment of Tua or not treatment of Tua and, you know, taking him out and, and that the offense, whatever, I guess he became the scapegoat of for, for, for their deficiencies with Tua, I guess. I don't know. For not picking Herbert. Right. For not picking Justin Herbert is really what it's all about. It all is about that. You well, I mean, he didn't, he didn't have that choice. That's the GM's choice. And that's, well, that's I mean, what I'm Greer's saying. Been here 20 years. So I have no understanding how he, he predates the owner. Now he hasn't been in the position of general manager all those years, but he has been for the last what at least six, seven, maybe even eight seasons that that I can recall. He was part of that three team general manager before with yeah. with uh with you know with all the incompetence and, and the then they all get pointing the finger at the finger at each other anytime something went wrong. Oh, I'm not in charge. They're in charge. Oh no, that was his pick, not mine. And they look well, like he- that Batman meme, just pointing the finger at each other. I mean, sorry, Chris the Spider Man meme clearly has the naked photos of somebody and so yeah he obviously got in ross's ear and and they got rid of flow but here i'll give you the statement straight from stephen ross quote i made a decision today to part ways with ways with brian flores after evaluating where we are as an organization and what we need going forward to improve I determined that key dynamics of our football organization weren't functioning at a level I wanted to be and felt that this decision was in the best interest of the Miami Dolphins. I believe we have a talented young roster in place and have the opportunity to be much better in 2022. I want to thank Brian for his hard work and wish him nothing but the best in his future. I'm an idiot. Oh, no, sorry, I didn't see that. Well, okay, so here's the deal. Here's what it comes down to. As a Miami Dolphin fan, long-suffering, if in two years the Dolphins are on the ascent and contending for the Super Bowl, I will look back at this moment and say to myself, wow, self, you you didn't uh, feel correct about that. I, I want them to win. I'm cheering for them to win. I want them to hire somebody that's going to be better and it's all going to work out and they're going to go on and have a great year and win the Super Bowl. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what everyone's hoping for. No uh, disrespect to Flo, but sorry, he's already been fired. I don't see that happening in the next two or three years. I see another, what, five-year plan now starting from zero. Here we go. Five more years. Starting from zero. This is the question and clearly that cannot be the thinking. Well, right. People are suggesting that he's already got one in the pocket and that it's going to be Harbaugh, except maybe it's not. You know, I got to tell you, this team has shown to be fairly incompetent, but I can't imagine that they are so incompetent that they fired a guy who had a 24 and 25 record in three seasons as the coach. And you just mentioned closed out eight and one back to back winning seasons. With, a, you know, in the middle of a rebuilding process also. Yeah. Let's not forget that part. Yeah, no, they Without, were the stink on ice, man. They were terrible. Well, it wasn't even There's take over. no way they could have fired this guy without a secession plan. I, I, I mean, that would be totally incompetent. If they don't already have a plan and a guy and maybe even a backdoor deal in place. Because if you're telling me that they fired their coach and are just now putting together a candidate list 
then they, you know, the Dolphins are never going to be good if that's the case, Joe. Sorry. Well, okay, you know, but think about it. Is... it just it cannot be. There is no way that they are running a billion dollar franchise that way. And it, so maybe they're saying that they don't have Harbaugh or someone else in place because, you know, there's all kinds of rules about you can't just replace people. You have to interview candidates and so forth. And so maybe they're trying to skew their way around those rules. But think about it, man. If they are so incompetent that they just fired Flo and they're just going to go through, let's see what the list of best available candidates is. That that's that's horrible. I mean, as a, right. as a fan, that makes you want to eat a bullet. <laughs> it's exactly what they're doing, Gio. They're, who would they get? Adam Gase? Uh, like you know, like there's nobody. Anybody who's any good is not available, and they're not leaving where they're at to go there. You know, I mean, two is showing some promise, but he it's not. That's exactly what they're doing, that, and that's part. That's what they do, right? That that. That fits what Miami's been doing way better than what you said, having some top-tier replacement ready to go. They're, they're fumbling it again, and it ain't Harbaugh. If Harbaugh leaves Michigan, which I don't think he will, he's going to Chicago. He's not going no, to Miami. You know where he's going if he does leave? He's going to the Raiders. No, nah, that guy's uh, Baccio or what? Ba- uh, Bert yeah, Bacharach. Uh, that guy's going to get the job. Nah, he that, that that job's too big for him. Look what he no, nah, I mean, look what he did. Dude, I think the, he did a great uh, job. But think about it. They won what uh, three he, or four games in overtime. They, they, you know, could have easily gone the other way. I I think the guy did a definitely did a great job, but I I I'm pretty sure that they're not going to give him the job. They're going to the look dolphins for a are doing game. dolphin things, Gio. That's oh, what well, that the part, are doing. I hate for Joe. Well, you I know. Hate it. Look, I can only laugh, and you're right, but yeah, look, it's, it's well. But as soon as look, as soon as the guy emerged that actually got the team to play, they lost three games. They were what nine and eight, so a winning season, but they lost three games on last second field goals. Okay, so whatever it is, they could have they could have won those three games. It was a last second field goal. They didn't. I could have beat Flying Ryan, but I didn't. So it is what it is, but they fire the guy like drive determination. Do players want to play for you? Did players want to play for him? Yes. Deshaun Watson. They say like wanted to come and play for the guy. Yeah. Well, now he's gone. Who's coming in? We don't right, know. But, you know, I, I'm tired of hearing about this guy who didn't play this year. Well, he's whatever, got over 20 plus civil litigations going on that need to be resolved. And on top of that, that's just going on the big assumption that the NFL is going to just give him time served and no further discipline. Well, that's what everybody you know? is saying that that's a, like, it's a foregone conclusion. But the point is that it's, it's, you've, you've kneecapped yourself and you just said that Harbaugh, who, by the way, like, even if Harbaugh is the guy, like, let's, let's say like he, he comes in is he's not. Well, no, his, his look, I would say at Michigan, a little disappointing, but his track record in the NFL was was superb. In San Francisco, yeah. remember it was a it was like musical differences. He he got into it with uh, Trent Baalke, the GM, and the 49ers chose the GM, and they parted ways with Harbaugh. But he he was that franchise. They went to the Super Bowl. They they were a play, playoff contender every year. Remember they they had first uh, Alex Smith, and then they got him for for Crapper. Uh, for Kaepernick yeah. and um, 
and so forth. But but he was he was good, man. He was his NFL record speaks for itself. I think that. I, I yeah, would, well, he's been in the collegiate game for a while. It's no guarantee. You already said he's had some friction with general managers. It's not a slam dunk. There's no such thing as a slam dunk. Nobody likes well, the it. Thing I, is that I would think he's not coming here either because why would he come here to, to uh, tie his ship to 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 Greer? To Greer. Right. And in a, in a organization that is terrible. Yeah. 46 so that, comments. It really doesn't make sense for him to come here. It would, you know. 46 that, comments. That's a big splashy name and all, you know, the, the Dolphins, man. Everybody, it's almost universal on the 46 comments on my Facebook page, which is now the beacon of light in South Florida Sports Talk, (laughs) Joe's Facebook page, because there's nothing down here. Um, Almost uniformity. Terrible move. Terrible move. This and someone says, uh, decide this way. How fast is he hired by another team? Start your stopwatch. We'll see. We'll see, but everybody agrees. Like the general emotions of the Dolphin fan on this Black Monday is that this is a negative move. Oh, my my Carpenter from Drag Illustrated says, good, because now the Panthers will hire him. Now maybe the Panthers will hire him. Ouch. Everybody, everybody <laughs> in, in, well, you know, though, Gio, when everybody is in unison, typically the other way is the right way. And so maybe we'll be talking in a year from now. I'll be lying to y'all saying I knew it was a good move at the time. I knew it was a good move. Troy says, I missed Lebetard today. I bet it was good. Troy. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. You know, Stugatz was an intern with me. Do you know that, Troy? What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's a death. Yes, I, have, I have Twitter for two reasons. One of them is to follow Levitard, and the other one's to follow you and Drag Race and stuff. I am a Levitard and Friends super fan. I love me some Stu Gotts. Wow. It's crazy. Well, you know, the, the connection is that we both started at 560 QAM, and I was there just the same that Geo was an intern. You were Geo, was, you were an intern, right, Geo? Yeah. Yeah, Geo was an intern. Yeah. Uh, Stu Gotts was also an intern, and you may yes. recall that I mentioned the king of nothing. My friend Anthony was also an intern, and it was Stu Gotts and Anthony and me, and I trained both of them. I trained Anthony, and I trained Stu Gotts, and our first talk radio stuff, me and Stu Gotts worked together on a show called Guys Night Out for one night, and then he went off and did a couple of different other things and made it huge, but yes, uh, directly connected to Stu Gotts and That's deep down awesome. somewhere I take uh, credit for his great success. Well, and then didn't he hire Lebetard, right? He's the one who like gave well, Lebetard. Well, that's a whole friend. different kind of story. Okay, yes. so here's the deal. We don't want to derail the show, okay? Yeah. The show's got to go in the, but Troy, if you really like that little universe over there that's going on, I don't think there's any better connection to find out the behind the scenes stuff that much of it happened early on. Because I remember Levitard used to do his show from the QAM studios over there in the little corner on the ISDN all the time. He would be there when I was working on Neil Rogers' show. And back when he was doing, I guess it was ESPN Radio. And Stu Gotts, like you got it. The thing about Stu Gotts is this guy doesn't get enough credit for the money Hustle. moves He's a hustler. he made behind the scenes. And he comes across as someone who says funny, goofy things, kind of like Gio is the Stugats of this show, right? Like he, but that it, isn't it funny how that works? But Stugats pulled off unbelievable 
moves in the South Florida radio industry that got him to where he is like big gutsy moves that there's reasons why he was able to make these moves, but no doubt like Stu Gotts is his story is underappreciated. And as much as Lebetard is the face of the show, Stu Gotts being the guy to pick the parts and put them together. That's the story. And nobody tells it, but uh, I guess we just put it out there a little bit here on, but yeah, WFO and Stu Gotts connected in a weird way. And you know what? West Buck. Is that Stu Gotts? Well, that's a heck of a character. Not bad blood at all. There's not bad blood at all. Um, I've, I, you know, saw him like 10 years ago somewhere and it was like really positive. Our paths do not cross. Uh, no, well, there is a little bad blood. Like I wish I was as successful as Stu Gotts. Like that's annoyed. I'm annoyed a little bit at myself, but you know, different career paths, right? Auto racing, NFL, like it's, it's a little different, but I love what I do and I love where I'm doing and all that stuff, but no, no bad blood at all. As far as I haven't been long enough to like know like some weird backstories or something. No, no, I, I there's I've, I've got many backstories. Well, Stu Gotts had to leave. He had to leave radio. He had to go back up north. He's from New York. He's a New York uh, like Manhattan guy. And uh, then he came back. He did. He produced for Hank Goldberg. There was there's a bunch of little stories in there. I don't want to tell all of those stories because some of them I think are not airworthy. Um, just, you know behind the scenes radio stuff. It would not be right for me to tell some of those stories, but let me tell you, I had a lot of fun with Stu Gotts. Nice. <laughs> Don't let me ruin WFO tonight, man. Bring it, it back. Already. Bring Nobody it back. cares. Nobody cares. But like, forget like radio stuff, like work related. Let's take it out of that realm. We had a good time in the South Florida community. It was great. Good stuff. And it's it just a bunch of stuff. Anyway, someday when we're hanging out, having beers, Troy, Bring this up and we'll uh, we'll go back to it. Now, for those of you who logged on to hear about racing, you haven't heard anything about racing. Here's what I would say to you. Um, I'm getting ready to go to the Engine Performance Expo bright and early tomorrow. Just recorded with Alan Reinhardt, the Alan Reinhardt segment. Been absolutely thrashing all day to get the Joe versus Pro up and ready to go. And it up and it is debuted and, and got to pack and do everything. As far as motorsports, we're going to throw it out to our uh, reporter Sue Morris to get us up to speed on the latest in the world of motorsports, who is wearing her long sleeve t-shirt with the giant WFO logo. Uh, I got to tell you, Sue, I think it looks good. I like it. I feel a little like Superman. A little yeah. bit. You <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Like little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. There is so much going on in the world of motorsports right now. I mean, this past weekend, um, kicked off the AMA Supercross. So I don't know if you caught any of that, but that kicked off in Anaheim. And that was that was an exciting race. Glad to see that here Ricky Carmichael still in the booth calling calling the racing. So yeah. And so, but that was exciting. Glad to see that going on. And uh we had uh Kristen Craig was the winner, Hunter or uh in the 250XX. SX race, uh, Kristen Craig won, followed by Seth Hamaker and Hunter Lawrence. So it was it was a pretty good race. There was a lot of injuries in the beginning, 
um, the 450 SX class, it was Ken Roxon, followed by Cooper Webb, who was uh, last year's 2021 champion. And Can I call a timeout here just what? for a quick second? Yeah. I totally threw you under the bus with like doing this racing report. Nobody <laughs> told you to prepare. <laughs> Nobody told you anything. I just kind of total cop out for Sue. Like I threw the ball at her and she is running with it. She's got results. She's prepared. What's going on here? Hey, there was a lot going on this weekend. What can I say? Amazing. You know? I know. Amazing. It's great. And then, and then of course this week, Flip it over to Flow Racing. It's Chili Bowl Nationals week, baby. Yes. Starting tonight. Tonight. Oh, already the heat race has already began. Chase wow. uh, Chase Elliott already won the first race. Uh, of course, the points are going to go on and um, and uh, and it can carries into the weekend. So, out in Tulsa. So it's an exciting week for motorsports. And then, of course, the WFO favorite, Maddie D. Yes. Got, a, got a truck ride for 2022. How yeah, awesome I think he deserves more than that. I mean, it's great know, that he's got a ride, but hey. it's better than nothing. But I think but he's he he's got a ride. Come on, you you got to be happy for the guy. Deserving of more, deserving of more. Wow, Sue, that was tremendous. <laughs> and that's why everybody out there should subscribe to WFO Radio. Now, the gray wanted to come in tonight and. Uh, this is three weeks in a row of Gray co-hosting uh, with Giovanni over there. Uh, Gray, you were first to jump on the air. What do you got going on, Gray? What's on your mind? Well, let's start with we all know that the real reason he comes on the show is so that he doesn't have to go to bed. We He he let us in. <laughs> Remember, he told us that last week. So yeah. but besides that, he did he did want to talk. Uh, what did you want to talk about? Oh. You wanted to talk about football. You want to talk about your Jets stinking on ice. Well, they almost beat the Bills. Yeah, they did. No, they actually played well. The last, uh, you know, uh, third of the season, they uh, they played well. They battled. Yeah, they came out with an amazing record of four and thirteen. <laughs> they were one win team for a while. Yeah, but they were really good. They got the Dolphins coach fired. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. Yeah, well, but sad. Why are you sad? Because I don't know why they did that. Because I thought he was a good, good coach. Maybe the yeah. Jets could get him. No. Not. Can you imagine? I would be very upset. That would be very annoying. Super Bowl <laughs> champions. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're going to do that. That didn't work out for them the last time. Remember they hired Gase and his wobbly eyes? Yeah, speaking of Gase, that Troy is doing an eye thing that nobody there needs to go, see it see. ever again. You can't unsee it. But it's true. Adam Gase had a weird eye thing. He's like, yeah, the Dol who are the Dolphins going to get? Adam Gase like, no, man, we we did that already. We'd been down that road for a season. We're back on the island of no uh, understanding. Bobby Graham is back. Bobby, you're back. Not real good internet tonight. You have terrible internet tonight. <laughs> I'm mooching off the wife's MiFi right now. You have stolen internet from a neighbor. No, his wife. wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even worse. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Grayson, Monica says maybe next year. I think Monica is a Jets fan also. I'm not exactly sure. No, she's, she's a Bears, Bears. fan. She Bears. She oh, she's a Bears fan. Okay. Well, there you go. There you but go. But Gray yesterday, he came on to brag because he was predicting earlier games week. yesterday. Wait, I came on yesterday? No, he came. 
he came on today to brag because yesterday when the NFL game started, he says right away, oh, Detroit's going to beat Green Bay. And I'm like, no, Aaron Rodgers is playing. And he busted out with, no, they're going to win anyway. And lo and behold, they sure ended up with an upset there. And another one that I didn't specifically recall at the time, but he said that the Jags and Trev were going to beat the Colts. And boy, they sure whooped up on the Colts. That wasn't even a close game. I also said that San Francisco would make the playoffs. He and he called and the Steelers. I didn't believe him. He told me that the Steelers were going to make the playoffs, and I'm like, ah, it's a long shot. And the the San Francisco. Okay, so well, then next year we're going to have the Grayson pick of the week, right? Like the world's youngest handicapper. (laughs) Yeah, I won't fear that, or we're going to have him. Either that or have him like uh, reading people's palms or some some crap like that where we could really like <laughs> swindle people for money. <laughs> if you're up for using the child to swindle people for money, I'm all in. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Uh, you know, it's normalized in our society. Nobody cares about those old world things like child labor and fraud and crime anymore. That's old, old school stuff. When people had honor and integrity, now we can do it. It's okay. Just kidding, Gray. This is all us being humorous. We don't mean any of it. It's all sarcasm. We don't want you to become a little fraudster. But any of it, segueing back to uh, not (laughs) turning uh, the child into a fraudster scammer any more than he's going to have to fight his genetics to not be. Uh, in NASCAR news, there was a little bit and that uh, Stubo didn't touch. Eric Almarola announced that he's retiring at the end of the season. Yeah, the big farewell tour. Seems a little young, but um, Cuban Missile. I guess he wants to spend time with the Familia. I would. I would definitely. I bet you Eric Almarola has got a nice, you know, 10, 15 mil in the bank. Oh, it might be more than that, man. Maybe more than that, man. I can find some things to do with that, like hang out with my family. Very uh, Yeah, that. And uh, I saw some pictures of the dirt being laid out over there at the L.A. Coliseum for the preseason or whatever they call that, the Bush Clash. or Bush Bush Clash. That's actually going to be very interesting. And I don't know how it's going to go down, but I applaud them for trying something wacky. Uh, is it going to be bad? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be a, uh, a, a, a show? Who knows? Uh, I remember the distal, the Bristol dirt race thinking it was neat, but boy, was it dirty and messy. The cloud of dirt just going straight up. And I'm thought to like, okay, do we need to do this ever again? They're going to do it again, but you got to try stuff. You have to try things and they're trying the Coliseum. They're going to try to do something. It'll be right in LA. Let's see how they do. Do they get fans? Do they get, are they allowed to have fans? Cause I'm hearing that LA is kind of trying to shut down right now, Ooh. trying to slow some things down. I can tell you here in South Florida, the big car show that I go to each year, the big Daryl Gwynn car show was canceled by the city. Like, Hey, you guys can't do that. People are a little concerned about what's going on out there in the world right now. I don't expect it to last a long time. So maybe by the time the Bush clash comes up, it'll be over, but we'll see. We'll see what they can do, but I applaud them for doing something cool. I'm going to watch that uh, happen. Troy, NHRA. I mean, the cast is still a month away, so mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's not like if it's in the next couple of weeks. Just right. put all the NASCAR drivers in a sprint car. That would be different. Put them in a different car. Yeah, or make them run. Let's just you have them run, run the dirt. track. 
Let's bring him over to the Olympic Coliseum and just have him run the track like Edwin Moses. Monica says, I still have an image of the movie Cars with uh, that whole race. Well, exactly. It is going to be perfect, Monica. <laughs> it's, and I think that's what they're going for. They want to have images that, uh, you know, are familiar with people. Well, all right. This if it's been... not packed, though, right? If it's not packed, it's right. They're, they're banking on that sh shot, that aerial, right? And if it's not packed, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's going to. It's got to be packed or it's not a success, I think. They got to well, pack that. Right, because a television show, who cares where it is? It's just a TV show. You want this big Los Angeles, California spectacle. Um, but, you know, if the rules state that they can't have that many people, they're closing down because of public health, then I guess that's an excuse. You uh, you just get what you can get at that time. Monica, wrong time for a packed house out in Cali. In Cali. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of discussion about that. The big ramp ups. I don't even want to entertain it just in case Matt from Australia is listening. But yeah, let's not even go there. Oh, let's yeah. I wonder if he's mad that they let Novaks in. What do or you think Stan. about Novaks? Good Djokovic, the Joker. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah. Dude, I don't know. I wouldn't have let his ass in. But, you know, that's not me. You got to play by the rules. That's it. He applied for an exemption that he really shouldn't have gotten. And, you know, it, what, they're going to give it to him because he's a tennis player famous? Because he's, a, yeah, because he's a famous tennis player. Screw that. Send a, lot of re, a lot of uh, religious people with medical conditions sure came out of the woodwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that tends yeah. to happen. That tends They've to happen. been waiting their whole life to be able to use those. Oh, my arm. It's broken. <laughs> right. There's always there's always something. There's always something. Well, whatever. He's definitely got his uh his thing going on. I don't care. And I mean, whatever they decide. Uh they someone no, they did, did. They already decided earlier today. I think they're letting him stay. That's why I said that. Well, they gave him the exemption and he came there. And then it's like, oh, and then they definitely did not have their signals all uh right. Maybe they should just let him play. What was not cool though was Apparently, like he tested positive, and the day after he tested positive, he's in a photograph with a bunch of people all around him, and he's not wearing a mask. That's a little messed up, but whatever. Ah, whatever, man. It's just some, you know, it's just some like people killing flu, man. Don't worry it's about it. Don't worry about it. It's nothing. It's <laughs> a sniffle. Exactly. So I looked up a little Haas F1 news. Uh, Planet F1 says Steiner admits Haas didn't expect 2021 to get so bad. And uh, here's the story, just to hear what Gunther said. Gunther Steiner has admitted that he and Haas didn't expect 2021 campaign to get as bad as it did. The American team spent the season firmly at the back of the field and ended up at the bottom of the standings without a single point to their name. That was widely expected by most that they had endured a poor 2020 campaign and opted out of development of the car at that point, instead focusing on all their efforts on 2022 Challenger. However, while the team knew things were going to be difficult, Steiner said it got worse than they had expected. We knew we were going to fall from a certain point, uh, said the team principal to GPFans.com, but you don't expect it to get that bad. At least we didn't take... Uh, at least we didn't take it into account. What happened last year with the start of the pandemic, a car that wasn't good, and then also stopping its development, I knew it was going to be bad. 
it was the first time since he joined the sport in 2016 that they entered every single race weekend, all but certain they were going to be at the back of the field for the entirety of it. And he goes on to talk a little more. When you start on a Sunday, you know it's bad because we were not competitive at all. Still, you always try to make the best of it and never give up. But fair is fair on Sunday night. It's tough, says Gunther Steiner. So a little mea culpa there from Haas F1. That is your Haas F1 report. Let's hope they can pick it up in 2022 and get off, get out of the cellar. Oh, absolutely, right. man. I guess, I guess at least, yeah, you know, compete to get into the second Q2 maybe, you know, at least not be the last five, bottom five cars. I want them to be performing in the top 10 by the Grand Prix of Miami. That's all I care about. And Ferrari to win that race with me in attendance, cheering it on, cheering it on me and three empty seats spread out, like looking at everybody. That will be great. Can be I great. come with you? Huh? Maybe gray. I might be a great idea. Me and the gray in with each with two seats spread out. Yeah. One for good. snacks and one for our body. <laughs> Me snacks, gray snacks. This is coming together, Gray. We'll discuss it. You know, you have to do well in school and you got to get straight A's and you got to do a bunch of things for Uncle Joe. And then maybe we'll make it happen. Let's see. Oh, that's dumb. Right. Yeah, you got that part down packed. You got to negotiate his behavior around here <laughs> and the listening to mom and dad. Yeah, but the you thing know, is, he, he always he wouldn't be alive if he didn't get good, if he didn't get, get good grades. Listen, he behaves great around his uncle. So. That's not an issue in our little uh, Yeah, when there's no rules and no authority, what is no there rules, to not no behave authority. about? No. Right, you know, but when what someone you does, you know, it's, it's, it's putting uh, rules and regulations in place. Well, we're talking about the Formula One race. That's a different thing. Yeah, no, that's exactly what we're talking about. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Tom Bailey's sick week coming to Florida. What is that, Troy? Uh, it's his new uh, Dragon Drive event. Oh, okay. you know, Tom Bailey, right? The he he races like a six second, yeah, no. six magazine. So yeah, he came out with his magazine, which I'm I'm not paid for this, but I love car mags. Sick the magazine is the greatest car magazine that's ever been produced. It's like it's crazy. If you if you're not a subscriber, it's worth the money. Um, I've never seen a car mag as good as Sick the magazine, and uh, and yeah, he's doing a big Dragon Drive event uh, that that winds its way into Florida to Bradenton in a couple weeks. Um, Here and we a go. lot of people, it's sold out within minutes. Um, sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. I wish I could catch one of the legs. Bradenton <clears throat> to TBM to. No, but is it Bradenton to Orlando to Gainesville to South Georgia to Bradenton? That South Georgia to Bradenton run is going to be interesting. That's kind of a mm -hmm. long haul. Yeah, yeah. That looks a lot of fun. Look, they're going to go. Uh, they're going to go by Don Garlitz Museum. That's neat. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Looks we'll like a lot of fun. Didn't Tom come out and he raced at uh, the NHRA um, last year? He, his car didn't catch on fire. It was the other one. If memory serves me right. 
He doesn't have the, does he have the her souls thing or? Oh, no, no. Um, sorceress. The, uh, the sorceress. I don't think that's, that's not Tom's car. Well, the other one though, he, he raced somebody. I forget. Well, didn't Tom's Tom's Camaro burnt to the ground, right? His old 69. Well, that's the one that I'm thinking of. I forget where it was. Yeah. But yes, it burnt to the it was a five-second streetcar. We were gonna have a match race of five-second streetcars. They went down for the first time and it stopped on the top end and it burst into flames and it burnt to the ground. It yep. was terrible. The sorceress, what a cool car that thing is, though. Yeah, that is pretty nuts. It is a <laughs> It is, uh, it is an insane machine. Five second streetcars. Um, I watched No Prep Kings to conclusion. Um, I got to say, and I'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow on the show with Reinhardt that is pre recorded. They got a good thing going on. And I've always like, I've warmed into it. But the final, the final races, the top five racers are all really good racers like the, just like everywhere else the cream rises to the top and at the end of the season their best guys and gals were battling for uh number one and you know there were some fights and there were some this and there was that and you know some contrived controversy and all of that but in the end the race car performances were really good and the guy that deserved to win won and he's got a pro line engine and he's tuned by Steve Petty. And he beat the guy that is got a Pat Musi 959 that's tuned by Adam Drzajic. Like it's a pro mod in a different place for a TV show. But it was really cool. And uh, I enjoyed it. All right. Final thoughts, guys. This is not going to be a super long program here because it is... Uh, you know, it's national championship night. we got the big engine performance expo, Jason line going to be there. Many others. You should all sign up at engineperformanceexpo.com. And throughout the week, you can watch live. Uh, be sure to watch the Reinhardt show and share Joe versus pro, but we got Bobby Graham on there. Now, Bobby, what's uh, what's going on in your now retired life? Uh, we used well, to ask for advice, but now it's like my retired life with Bobby Graham. Well, you know, last week, you know, I was talking about riding a tractor and the things that you learn, one thing that I forgot is always watch your back because you may have that O-ring leaking oil in the back that you got to fix. No way. You you leaked oil all over yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hydraulic. Anyway, not on wow. myself, but it just breaks an O-ring. You just got to watch everything besides solving everybody else's problems. You got to keep solving your own first. Exactly. Well, the other Take day, care I, number one, right, Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> Take care, number one. <laughs> Don't step in number two. The uh, the other day, I was going to drive down to Giovanni's, and I was going to take. I've been. I had my dad's dually at the house, so I could drive it around. And so, a lot of bad luck with the dually lately. Like the other day, for instance, uh, the thing's got like a thirty-two gallon tank, and I drive it one mile or two every other week or so to drive it around. So the last tank of gas has lasted a long time. So I pull into the gas pump and I open up the gas door and I'm stunned because the gas cap is gone. Someone has stolen the gas cap off of this 2001 3500 Sierra. It wasn't you, Gio, was it? Because he's got a 2002 Chevy Silverado. No, I'm just kidding. But what kind of a horrible person out there in the world steals uh, someone else's gas cap off a nice vehicle, like goes over and rips it off and takes it and walks back. So, Gio lost it. Oh, 
Oh, ouch. That's oh, a good bam. No, that's a good question, Greg. You know, I find it difficult to believe that someone could just steal those things, at least on my truck. The ca- it doesn't just open. It has a tether, right? right? It has a tether. Well, the tether was pulled and snapped. And wow. the remnant of the tether is still there. And you can even see where, like, the plastic kind of got thin, where it got stretched, where it ripped. Somebody opened my gas door, took off the gas cap, and pulled it off and stole it. Great. It's shocking, the idea that there are people out there that would do it. So I go on to Rock Auto. They're not paying me either, Troy. Right? I go on to some website where you can buy car parts. I won't say <clears throat> where it is. It's an $11 part. So this criminal was. <laughs> took advantage of me for $12, $11.95 for the AC Delco replacement gas cap. Bobby, did you know how much that gas cap was by memory from your Napa days back in the day? Uh, no, okay. but I knew about average. <laughs> if you want a good gas cap, then you just can't jerk the tether off, little plastic tether off. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. I have had a thing covering up the thing. I'm going to ride the, the truck down to, to Gio's house. And so I go to check the tire uh, pressure. And all of a sudden, um, I I go to put the air on there. And the whole valve stem delaminates. The It's a rubber valve stem. The rubber that is going around the threads, right? The threads and the rubber come apart. And air just comes shooting out at me around the outside of the valve, the Schrader valve. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And so air is coming at me. I have to go get some zip ties. I zip tie around it to keep enough air in there so it doesn't come down on the wheel. And this morning I go over to, um, they're not a sponsor, so it's a random tire store and uh, and got the new valve stem uh, in there and replaced. And that's that's been my day. I've been chasing car problems too. And who was it that was stuck on the side of the road? Was it Monica? Monica had a car problem today too. She ended up on a flatbed. And Bobby, you had an O-ring. And Giovanni, aren't you experiencing some sort of automotive difficulty? His battery's out. No, man. It already, I got the battery replaced. I did. You know, don't be wishing that kind of ill will on me. I'm going to bring it into the shop to get a full check down now. But Yeah, I'm going to tell you like a thousand times, Gio. I've told you like a million times. You have to wait till it actually stopped working. I just want to make a rule. You're not allowed to discipline the gray on the air. Okay. That can never happen. That can never happen. Only after hours. We, WFO Universe knows nothing of that. Okay. This is what happens when you talk back to your dad in the garage. Bender. Bender. Poor Bender. He's messed up. But yeah, I guess we're all having car problems at this moment. And that's all I got. Bobby, I tried to watch Street Outlaws show for the first time this weekend. Could not handle uh, over 20 minutes of it. Well, it is a soap opera is what it is. There's like for for minutes of not racing versus racing. The ratio is way off. It's uh, talking about the race. Well, I'm going to run Bobby and we got to really try to win. I hope I can win. Bobby's a tough racer. We're going to have a good time, uh, but it's going to be really tough. We got to run this fast and then go over to Bobby. And Bobby says exactly the same thing, but an opposite. It's about me. And they keep doing that and they push the cars forward and they just, it's a big soap opera. It's a soap opera for adult men is really what it I, is. I did enjoy the 2021 funny car chaos movie though. I watched all of that. I haven't seen that yet. 
That was good. Oh, it looks like Matt's on there. Matt from Australia. Good day, team. And everybody's saying what's up. Scott's out there saying what's up. We got a bunch of Patreons on there. Hopefully everybody has just witnessed the debut of Joe versus Pro on YouTube and is all sharing it and everything uh, and getting it out there. I, you know, I don't know if it's a mass appeal kind of thing, but hopefully we bring in some subscribers and uh, and make it happen. If only I'd won a round, it would have been much better. But after we had the crew out there, you know, I'm I'm putting the video up, even if I took a whooping. That video is going up. We produced I'm, I'm it. I'm still a little disappointed in you, Joe. I still haven't lost to you yet. Well, why I are you disappointed? In that ball balancing thing. Yes, you did. You were amazing, but I know why. Because you're small and your center of gravity is lower. Okay, that's why you won that. <laughs> Concentrated. What do you mean you my center? Your center of gravity, center of gravity is lower. It's not Maybe. that. It's, it's that the area he's. You don't understand physics yet. Physics, yeah, it's a physics thing. You were 19 seconds, Gray, and I was nine seconds. So we're balancing seconds. on this ball. We were we found this ball like a workout ball, and we were trying to balance on it while on a trampoline. And uh, the adults were having a really tough time balancing on the ball, and the kid just 20 seconds, like it was nothing. Although he did not break the 20 second barrier. But what do you mean you are disappointed in me about my driving performance? Let's hear some details on that. Put well, I mean, it, it looks pretty easy. I mean, all you got to do is oh, oh, press oh, the gas and keep the car straight. I see a junior oh, car oh, coming oh, now. Oh, bring me the child. Oh. <laughs> it's too complicated, Joe. You make everything look harder. What about that? What about that, Sue? What do you think about what Rachel said? Well, we've seen Stu put him right into the super comp car the first minute she met him. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you think she's going to do with the kid? Stick him in a car. Yeah, push you the gas. what we're going to do. <laughs> but that it means that it's simple, though. That's that it's just you just push the gas. Oh, yeah. Piece of cake. No problem. Yeah. Just push Easy. the gas. Life is very simple. Light though. both lights, right? <laughs> just just go, staging. Go on yellow. <laughs> just staging. That's the thing. So between us, I think that I, I made a big mistake now having thought back. And I've, I've thought about it a lot. That's the thing about the, this great experience. You dwell on these defeats. And like, Troy, you, when you get out there, man, you got to spend a little more time than I did. Um, but I should have staged first. I should have rolled in and gone in as deep as I could and staged first and then gotten ready. Whereas I was staging last. And so... I knew the tree was going to come on at some point on me and I didn't have just enough time to get everything quite right. You know what I mean? And, uh, in the heads up deal, I should, I should have gone in first against flying Ryan. And I think I could have made up uh, the difference with being more ready as opposed to staging last where you got to get in there, lock it down, bring the RPMs up, hit the five tenths pro tree. Whoo. That was, uh, that was a bit of a challenge, but that second race, I was, I was right there. Just not enough. But if every <laughs> racer had that feeling, we you wouldn't have a drag race out there. The proverbial hair. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. This is it. Bobby, great job with the final thought. How about you, Troy? Final thought as we get ready for the big national championship game and the engine performance expo. Uh Bama's already up three nothing. If you if you bought that nonsense about Georgia being favored and, and put your money on Georgia, I feel sorry for you. I'm not a tide fan, but I can't deny it. Uh, how good they are. Roll Tide. I'd like to see him do it again. Uh, everybody stay safe and uh, 
Watch the expo. There it is. Watch the expo. Troy rolling out of here with new insight on uh, the whole uh, nexus between uh, Levitard and WFO. Who knew, right? What a great mystery. Mysteries of great. the world. Mysteries of the world. I'm going to tweet Stu Guts right now. Oh, my God. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I guess you could. Six I don't degrees know of on. Joe Costello separation. The, the six degrees of Joe Costello. That is exactly right. Now, you know, one day we'll talk about the O.J. Simpson connection. But let's uh, let's go to Sue Morris. Stubo, what do you got? Boy, is that man charming. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> You'd quickly forget he killed two people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, right? How quickly you forget the minute he's in front of you. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah, you almost forgot he killed them people. Personality goes a long way. I don't think this one's making it to the podcast platform for, for some reason. <laughs> oh, it is. What are you talking about? It's, it's going up. It's going up. We're promoting Joe versus Pro the whole time. There's just not everyone is going to be nuts and bolts about uh, the racing world. Like sometimes other right. things can come out. And that's what this one was. This one is definitely different. Sue? It's the great thing about Ignition. You never know what you're going to get when you listen to, to the Ignition show. That's true. That is <laughs> so, true. But, hey, uh, just looking forward to an exciting week watching the Chili Bowl Nationals and um, continue work on the race car. 2022 is getting closer. Uh, it's a bit of a cold weather snap up here, but I know where Monica is, it's much colder. So uh, I can't complain too much, uh, but, but Hey, things are moving along and the car's looking good. And Hey, 2022 is right around the corner and um, all things go well. February we'll be racing. So where uh, South Georgia. Okay. So that's it. The uh, that's the decision has been made. South Georgia, February division mm -hmm. two. Division two, it is. Yeah. Run division two. Okay, excellent. Yep. No, that's good. That's good. This isn't on the. All right. And so I posted the other day a discussion uh, on our Patreon page for those that are just ignition listeners. And we appreciate you and love you guys. But uh, I, I kind of decided that since everyone is dissatisfied with the social media out there in the world, that I would put up like almost like a message board style comment on the Patreon page. And everybody kind of started commenting. And it all came from Ford who put up a, like a really nice comment, but he sent it to me as a private message. And I thought, man, this is a great thing that he wrote. He's about drag racing, et cetera, and how much he loves it and what he wants to do in the next year. And he's got a car and he wants to get it out there. And he's using the show as motivation, kind of like what Troy said. Um, and so I said, you know, general discussion on Patreon. And then everybody kind of poured on there and added different things. Lowe was on there. Sue, you were on there. And we were talking about the like what the WFO race of the year is going to be. Sue, have you thought a little bit more about that? Like where you guys will be able to race where people you, like you have to be racing at the race that the WFO listeners go to. <laughs> right. Right. Um, well, we already rolled out the Gators. We, we yeah. know we're going there, but that's too soon. Too and, soon. It's too and soon. Hotel, it's be hotels will be, right. Um, you know, Indy, Indy is on the list. The big go is, is definitely, it, it's on the list. It's, you know, like everything else you're working out, working out those vacation days. So, um, and so we're going to see how it goes, but we're, we're definitely looking at Indy uh, and that could be a good central meeting point for the WFO meetup. 
So I, I, I like that. I like that. I like indie, you know, uh, the many hotel rooms readily available. They're all over the place. It's a great race. It's easy to get to. Um, it's in the, it's later in the year, all of that. Just keep that on your, on your mind. Uh, and, uh, Sue has requested the big daddy, Don Garlitz international drag racing hall of fame induction ceremony. Remember Keith Howard was on here. What's up, Keith, if you're out there and, uh, talked about a table, and I'm going to inquire. I don't know what the price is, but Sue has said she and Dave are actually genuinely interested in that. So I need a email from folks, Joe at WFORadio.com. If we got a WFO table at the Big Daddy Don Garlitz uh, Drag Racing, um, uh, International Drag Racing Hall of Fame induction ceremony hosted by me, the Thursday night of the Gator Nationals, would you be interested in being at that table with Dave and Sue? Um, it's more about them than it is the event. Like, do you want to hang out with them? Uh, if you're interested, we'll please have a good time. <laughs> make yourself known because then that will push my inquiry. And if nobody's interested, then I'll figure out another way and try to, you know, sneak Dave and Sue in the back door. We'll, we'll get them in uh good style. Get them in good style. Exactly. Like these are my two, uh, assistants. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm starting to feel comfortable enough to do that sneak. Uh, stuff. They'll bring a table just for them to right up on the front, right next to your MC booth. <laughs> Sit on the stage. Man. Sit on the right, stage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Vegas, Vegas out. Is Vegas, Vegas out? Man? Vegas. If it's, no, if it's, Vegas isn't out. It's just me. It's out there. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. There, oh, I live like I live like 30 <laughs> minutes from the Pacific Ocean, so. <laughs> Uh, Indy, I would love to go to Indy, um, but certainly not central. When, it, from my perspective, it's true, true. <laughs> it's a little over from the Gulf, Troy. Yeah. It's a little over center. When you're in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Troy, not I live about five miles away from the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, <laughs> in the Troy complete opposite direction of you. Troy and I are, are in the same boat on this one, right? Like, but I'm going there anyway. So it's a little bit different, but the way I look at it, Troy is you just got to get on a plane and sit. Right. And it's just like, how long do you sit? Like, you know, if you go to Vegas, you're sitting for what? Like an hour and 50 minutes, two hours, something like that. Three hours for you. You go into Indy, you're sitting for four hours, four and a half hours. Maybe two planes. Yeah, exactly. Bobby is a driver. Bobby wants to drive everywhere. He's old school. He's like John Madden. May he rest in peace. Right? The Madden Cruiser. All right, guys. I'm going to kick everybody out. Go watch college football. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, Troy, me too. One hour for me, says, look, I'm not against Vegas. I love Vegas. Vegas is easy in. Vegas is easy out. Hotels everywhere. Great restaurants. We could go to that, uh, you know, beer place, the German beer Hofbra house thing, and we could all get beers at the table. We could go to the M&M store and get a bunch of very expensive (laughs) M&M. We could do all of those things. It's still up in the yeah, air. Yeah, they're like gourmet prices, man. The supermarket's mm. much more cheaper. So I'm in the M&M store getting some M&Ms for the gray, right? And I'm like, I got the bag, and I'm thinking I'll get some of these, and some of these, some of these, and some of these, and it'll be great. And I go to the thing, and they're like $65. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's what well, happened to us. Remember when we went to the store, you get the big bag, and you just start pouring different colors, and you make an array of rainbow-colored M&M's. And then you realize how much it actually And is. then when you go weigh it, it's like six and a half pounds. <laughs> you're playing with M&M's. And they, they, yeah, they, and by the way, it's like you know, eighteen ninety-five a pound or something, man. They're getting you. They have that store 
for a reason. And Troy and Eric are getting ready to hook up at Woodburn. They're going to do. Well, we need to. We need to. And Troy, just so you know, your shirt is in an envelope. I heard on I heard on Monday Mo this morning that uh, that it was all packaged up. I'm looking forward to it. It's packaged up, man. That's well, packaged sticker. up. That, that, it's not out yeah, but it is packaged it's up. From packaged. You, you got to learn to read between the lines. Yes, it's packaged up. It's all ready to go. Just got to get over to that. There's not a sticker. If there's not a sticker in there for my race car, I'm I'm returning RTS. It's going. It's coming back. No, there's a bunch of stuff. I threw a bunch of stuff in there. It's random stuff. You got garbage in there. Good stuff. Bad stuff. It's the WFO Patreon grab bag. That's the new promotion we're going to launch. WFO Patreon grab bag. Like here's something that I showed Alan Reinhardt that I wanted to show you guys. Um, since the show has been a little bit blue, uh, we were talking about the new Alan Reinhardt will tell everybody tomorrow that he's going to go to the NASCAR test in Phoenix and he's super excited. And so then I got onto a little uh, discussion and look at that flea trees on Matt keeps popping on and disappearing. Matt, I don't know what's up with your internet, but you pop on and then you disappear. Flea trees on there. Internet. Bobby Graham's like, it's the internet. Anyway, uh, we started talking about the lugs, right? Like the center hub versus the five lugs. And he's like, I don't care. And I was like, yeah, but the only thing I realized that was not going to happen anymore is look at these. These are lug nuts. These are championship lug nuts. You see that? Remember, Gio, after each yes. championship race at Homestead, we would go down pit road and collect the lug nuts off the championship car. And I believe Gray is like confetti, just like his leftover in that in there. Well, this I you know, I found this the other day. These are Tony, uh, Stewart. That's Tony Stewart. These are Tony Stewart's yeah. nuts. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's not, you know. I thought Leia had those in the bag, not you, but yeah, that was Leia. And, and yet, and yet here they are. Both of them right here. That which when nuts? Tony, I don't know. This one could be These from the nuts? left. This one could be from the right. These are uh, lug nuts. From oh Tony Stewart's World Championship car, and I'm showing for those that this is the audio only folks out there. I'm holding a bag <laughs> that has confetti and two lug nuts. They're yellow off of Tony Stewart's championship season, the one where he made Carl Edwards uh, melt. Which one was that? Was it Carl Edwards that he got in his yes. brain? That one. That's yes, that's the most recent one. I was looking at the lug nuts over there on the oh. display case with the Tony Stewart car over there. Don't Whose nuts are those? Well, I've got over there. I've got that's a true. pair of Jimmy's nuts, and uh, what, what's his name? The the, the kid, twenty two. Joy Logano's nuts are in, are, are available <laughs> on display. Are on display here too. Those are mine. To save us from mm. it, here's Matt from Australia. Uh, no. But just, we are gonna miss. When we have center yeah, hub right. instead of when we have a center hub instead of lug nuts, we will not be able to collect lug nuts from people's championship races as if we have a championship race. What's up, Matt in Australia? How are you? Oh. Yeah, he's he's not working. We he's can't hear Matt. Matt's yeah. that. Yeah, no, man. They don't want you to talk to us. Yeah, no. No. That's part of that's part of your quarantine. <laughs> Quarantine. You're not even allowed to speak on the stream anymore. You're not even allowed to connect with America anymore. We're gonna, yeah, we're dirty over here. You can give us a digital version of the virus. Yeah. Poor man. Oh, oh man. All right. 
well, we're about to count down to the end of the uh, the program. So the 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 lug nuts joke. I don't know, man. I don't think it's that like it's not dirty humor. Like I'm really got a bag of actual no, lug nuts here. We did fine. Not toilet. It's not toilet. It's nothing toilet about it. It's just a statement of fact because I was introducing the Patreon grab bag where there's various stuff that I throw in there for the Patreons, whatever it happens to be. Like Grayson got something fantastic the other day. Gray, what did you get? You asked for a keychain and you got it. What did you get? Yeah. um... How soon we forget. I know what it is. I saw it. Yeah. What did you get, Gray? You made a big deal. You wanted one. You heard about it on the show. You wanted one and I made it happen. that, that uh, grazes the ice oh, the in Zamboni? hockey. There it is. It's the Zamboni John keychain. <laughs> he has the Zamboni John keychain. You know, I saw send it. me a WFO one. You know, no, I saw it in his room and I thought he had snaked mine. I was like, oh, look, there's the confounded keychain. But by the way, after looking all around this office that day like a madman for them and not being able to find them, I, I, I pulled the uh, like usual suspects. And took a step back and didn't realize that they were staring at me in the face the whole time. And I'm gonna turn this camera around to see if you guys can see them right there oh, on Mickey's oh. nose. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. They are on Mickey Mouse's nose. They were staring back at me the entire time, and I That's couldn't ridiculous. find them. That's ridiculous. We were asking <laughs> Zamboni John keychain for an hour, and it was right there in front of you the whole time. <laughs> they were yes. That's where they've been the entire time on Mickey's nose. And I just one day we were doing a show and I looked up and I was like, some bitch. All right, Matt. Are you can do you read us? I hear the sound of outdoors, Matt. I can hear you. Oh, yes. there he is. Hey. There's Matt. <laughs> All right, Matt, we're about to wrap up. You're late. You're very late. Oh, okay. Did yeah, you watch the I've been to the beach? Did you, oh, you've been at the beach, I'm not in Fiji, beach. though, obviously. Uh, you just no, we're, we're about uh, 100, 120 miles from home on the south coast. Oh, that is wonderful. So we got nice. out of quarantine, got out of isolation, home isolation yesterday. Jumped in the car and they gave me lemons, so I'm making tequila. All right. Well, where to Life's go. Congratulations me on, on getting nice. out and uh, enjoying a little bit of your... Uh, it's not Fiji, but I'm sure it's better than being stuck no. inside the house. No, we're on a. Uh, I don't know if you can see it, guys. Yeah, we can see. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. Nice. It's. Uh, well, what's, what's out there past the grass, though? Is it just more grass? Is oh, that's water a, that's grass? a golf. That's that's the oh, ninth hole there. That's that's a golf course. Oh, wonderful. Oh, nice. I'm on a, on a, we're in an apartment on the golf course. Look like Beautiful. a pheasant back there, or somebody behind that tree uh, back there too, Matt. Need put your I gun down, it. Bobby. Put your gun down. <laughs> uh, well, that's a peacock. That's a, that, that's a magpie. Uh, a magpie. magpie. You got them or no? No, maybe. Uh, it's kind of like a big black and white. Yeah. Right, like black a big black bird. Crow. Like, a, like a, a smaller version of a crow, but black and white. Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I got crows. Yeah, we have crows, yeah. we have pigeons, uh, we do not have magpies. I mean, maybe we do, but I don't, not in South Yeah, Florida. no, I, I looked it up. I don't believe we have them down here. They don't yeah. look familiar. <laughs> and we've got a, a lot of birds fly through this area. 
So Matt, we saw you trying to jump on there and we were just getting ready to wrap up. Everybody gave their review of the debut of Joe versus pro. I don't expect that you watched it since you were out on the beach and on vacation, but uh, now is the time. If you've got a statement you want to make about the state of the universe, go ahead. Jeez, me in the deep end, <laughs> I'm, going hey, deep. I'm on vacation, <laughs> man. I'm on vacation. Earlier today, I lobbed one of those in Sue's lap, and she hit the ball like 400 feet over the fence. Yeah, it still now, hasn't oh. landed. And now Sue is going to take you it? through the motorsports world, and she nailed it. So, well, one, one of us has done it, and I, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Sue's done it. So one one. Sue's led the team. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know. I'm just a couple of days down here on uh, on vacation and uh, then back home on Thursday afternoon. Get ready Friday and we're testing tune on Saturday. All Going right. Racing. Going racing. Yeah, so first, first time in the car since early May last year. So, uh, yeah, should be should be cool. Got the crew coming out. Got my... Uh, Got my engine guy coming out. We want to uh, see if we can do a bit of uh, black track dynoing, make it the car just a little bit quicker. Um, yeah, and then the following it. weekend, first following weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, uh, first round of the new Top Fuel Australia Championship Series, which is a national event. So, so which uh, this is it. Yeah, it's a new thing. I think I might have mentioned to you guys that uh, the top fuel owners have started their own promotional company with another with another gentleman, and uh, they're promoting their own events, creating created their own championship. Wow! So they're sort of okay. gone out on their own. Um, yeah, and uh, should be good paying uh, for the support. Well, for for out for down here, the the support categories like uh, top door slammer, pro mod. Uh, top alcohol, etc. They're paying um, pretty good prize money as as support categories. So I think they're paying about ten thousand dollars per category to win. So that's that's not mega money in comparison to America, but for down here, that's uh, that's pretty good coin. Yeah, that is good coin. If we, if you know, that's not a, including well, contingency. That's only, yeah. Oh, we don't have contingency, Joe. Right. But that's not fine. Continue. You just got to get the money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's seven thousand two hundred American dollars, Chris. We're only paying in so here's, which is fine. Sue, if you win super gas, what do you get? <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's well, divisionally, it's two thousand. Okay. So the <laughs> a quarter of oil and a thank you very much. Yes. Thanks for coming <laughs> to the track. Uh, but in, at the national <laughs> event level, I hear a national <laughs> event win after all is said and done, you get like just under twenty. Is that uh, true? Twenty thousand, counting all the contingency and everything. <laughs> like I said, just I'm going to say wants, that I'm going to guess yeah. fewer than. Fewer than. <laughs> she wants to know. Yep. She you wants know, to know if the tax department's listening or not. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, generic. Con Contingency's great, <laughs> right? But there's a lot of chasing that has to go on with that. So uh, there, yeah. there's a lot of good. There's a lot of great um sponsors that come right back right out with the contingency and um uh, but there's a number that let's just say our car is going to look different for 
Well, you should report them. And uh, I encourage you to go to NHRA.com. And on the front page of NHRA.com right now is a video with me and Lonnie Grimm and Shelby Williams talking about contingency money and the program. And there was a big initiative last year to do this video. So everybody should go check it out because it explains what they believe to be the uh, contingency program and the strengths and weaknesses. And this is something that was on the, uh, you know, simmering on the stove for like three months, trying to get everybody together to talk about it. And, and we couldn't get together. Finally at the, uh, at Vegas, we got together and apparently there is millions of dollars of potential contingency money left on the table every year unclaimed by racers who didn't have the sticker or didn't fill out the form properly or, you know, they got excited in that moment of winning and they didn't realize, oh, I had this or I had that or ARP pays for these 10 things and I have all 10, but I only got one. Um, and they want NHRA racers to know that uh, it's a big deal. I have yet to watch the video to see how it comes out. I've heard it was good, but uh, I can't certify that. I was in it, but I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I can attest that it is right there, the very first story on NHRA.com as soon as you click. You see me in my mug and my big belly. (laughs) I think you're hiding pretty well. You got a new haircut right there. I was sharp. I was, it was Vegas, man. Yeah. I was getting out there. I was going out there for a SEMA show and uh, I had starved myself for a few days. It was great. <laughs> All right. Keto Matt, Jones. Thank you very much. Yes. Keto. 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 Yeah, keto yeah, hey, I'm, I'm seven days into the keto guys. And so far I've, I've seen no results, um, but <laughs> I've, but I feel like I might be thinking better. Bobby Graham says I got to wait 10 days. No, I've, I've lost 10 this month just eating what I always eat. I, I sent you the link to that program. You eat the same thing you always eat. You just watch the calories. Right. Watch calories. See, I know I'm, I'm, I've, I've had success on the keto. I'm not devo- deviating. I watch them go right in my mouth. Yeah, he watches the calories go right in the mouth. I'm seven days in. The first weekend is always the toughest. I've gotten through it. Am I going to be able to do keto at the Engine Performance Expo for the next four days while on the road? Oh. With Right, Sue. Sue oh. knows. It's all oh. about to go south. When you travel, it's that keto. We do it. And, oh, when you travel, keto is tough. It's tough. Yeah, I'm going to get some bacon. Rough. I'm going to go to uh, yeah, Ralph. Go, go get bacon. bacon. No, No alcohol. No alcohol. Oh, yeah. well, you that's have, like, downfall right there. Pure alcohol. Well, that's true. Fast. Go fast, Joe. Tequila. Yeah, just fast. Exactly. Just right. fast. That's, that's what that's I'm telling what you. Do what I'm doing. You eat yeah. the same thing. What's there? Yeah, you mine doesn't matter. eat as much. Just eat right. And you won't crave all the other stuff that you're missing. See, I've done it three times. I've lost 30 pounds three times. Well, that's great. I just don't have... hold up. And keep doing it. That's the problem. The well, diet works. I haven't worked for the diet. Mental toughness is a big part of this. And I don't have it. With the keto, I can go in there and snack on cheese and bacon. And it's still the deal. And the pounds just burn right off. Um, and no alcohol is kind of rough. Kind of rough. Yeah. All right, guys. This brings to conclusion an episode of WFO Radio. <laughs> like oh, Sue man. said, you never know. That being said. <laughs> that being said. At the end of the day, yeah, those were all triggered this week. All right, guys, great job! Thank you very much, Matt. Don't enjoy forget your- to be fair. 
<laughs> to be fair, asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. WFR, everyone. Attack the year. Two weeks in. Attack 2022. There it is. Everyone's going out, blowing everybody out. Way to go, Sue, with that report. That was incredible. Final thoughts, Grayson and Geo. Go. Well, I just said it. It's the second week of 2022. Racing's getting underway. Some of uh, the NFL is winding up. Big uh, wild card weekend. Next week, there's a Monday night wild card game, so we'll be on and uh, go go straight to watch that. But uh, everyone, let's attack the year, man. 2022, let's go get it, man. All right. Woo! I love it. I love it. That's a great job, guys. Why is this not great. playing, man? What he said. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the thing that I normally play the uh, the music on, remember, I, I, I said at the start of the show that, uh, like, I played the music and it didn't play. And then I was like, why isn't it playing? Oh, who cares? I'm, it's not playing. And guess what? It's not playing, guys. And so, you know what? Yeah, no, it's not playing. So, whatever. The show is just going to end. It's going to end cold. Simple as that. It's going to be a cold end for everybody. Gray and Geo, good job. Appreciate you guys. WFO, everyone. See you there next week. Go. Gray and Geo. Now Gray's got to go to bed. He's like, no, I refuse to go to bed. And I have no idea why my uh, thing is not playing music. And so that's okay because the show is over. Go watch Joe versus Pro. Check out Alan Reinhardt tomorrow at 1. And we'll see you next time on WFO Radio. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.